0: Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Maxi steps into a long three and hits it just when he needed a bucket. Tyrese Maxi delivers. Everybody, welcome to Hoops and Cards. My name is Gary, I'm your host, and I am hooked on basketball. Love the NBA. Welcome to all of you collectors of basketball cards, investors that are here trying to make some money, maybe short term or long term, or just basketball fans. Maybe you found us through the Basketball Forever Podcast Network, which is awesome. And a lot of our listeners actually from outside the United States, maybe over there in Australia. So, thanks to You, for listening, wherever you are from. Guys, last night was such a fun night in the NBA. Today, as a basketball card fan, investor, collector, content creator, I'm going to tell you some of the things I've struggled with lately. The struggle is real. Cash is king. And even though you might have some high moments that are on national television or global TV, ESPN, and you watch a player... Just ball out and have the game of his life on a big stage. It was great to see Darius Garland return with a vengeance in an overtime win over the Celtics again. Cavaliers. Yay! 29 points, 12 assists. It looks like it's Darius Garland's team if even if he only has one and a half eyeballs. I'm just I'm I'm floored. It's fun to watch a performance like that. And when it comes to whether it's uh oh, an impulse buy like buying a player's jersey or investing in a basketball card and, and uh you know, pulling the trigger on uh trading for him in your fantasy league. It is easy to let a day, a game, or even a great week of what a player is doing influence what I do with my money. And sometimes that's absolutely the right move. You're going to enjoy whatever it is you buy. It might go up in value because that player is uh generating a following and some excitement. And, uh, you have the chance to not only uh, just your fan experience, but your your financial experience. That's, that's part of the premise of this whole industry of sports cards, right? I mean, it's the industry. It's gone far beyond a hobby. It's been an investment ever since Dr. James Beckett was putting out price guides back in the 80s. No, no, 70s, maybe before that. I don't know. I wasn't around for stuff before that, so I don't get on here and go like, Well, you know, you should invest in Bob McAdoo, tops PSA eight. Like, I no, this is like the last. I'm talking mostly on our podcast about players that are currently playing cards that you can invest in right now, uh, with teams and playoff potential and all stars that uh, you know that are on display. And uh, one of the things that I've wrestled with here, let me just get right to it. Not gonna hem and haw. Not gonna beat around the bush. Not gonna say. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Davy and Erica in Boston and love that you guys have a good fantasy team in a, a competition. Like, I'm not going to go down that road. I'm going to get right to where the bargains are at. But one of my dilemmas dilemma is how do I draw the connection or is there a connection between how a player is playing on the court and what his card values are or what they're going to be or how quickly his cards will sell? Uh, Those kind of things, especially after a night like last night. So you guys know I buy and sell cards most frequently on eBay because that's a global global audience, a global marketplace where, you know, maybe nobody in within a 200 mile of my, you know, where I'm talking at you right now from Northeast Ohio with it within like a five hour drive in a Nissan Rogue, you know, Navy blue with a four cylinder engine like. No, nobody in that, that radius, that vicinity cares at all who Anthony Simons is or what he did last night. Nobody cares. Nobody woke up this morning and said, you know what? I'm going to tweet about Anthony Simons. Like they didn't. But if you live in Portland and you are a Blazer fan, Oregon, Blazer nation, if you follow the career of Damian Lillard and you care what Jeremy Grant and Josh Hart and Yusuf Nurkic are doing and you wondered, why did we give 25 million a year to Anthony Simons? Last night is why. But what does that do for his cards? Because here's, here's the dilemma that I have. I like Anthony Simons. I, I have not made that a secret. I like his game. I like him as a card investment. I like the situation he's in next to Damian Lillard, who is among the uh, super point guards, including Chauncey Billups, that have been mentoring this young, talented, incredible scoring phenom. Ah, uh, Prism Phenoms, there we go, dropping a little uh, Prism insert, cheap rookie deal, Anfernee Simons, go get him! but no, I was like, I had some Anfernee Simons that, uh, as recently as two weeks ago, I sold a PSA 10 Optic Hollow from 2018 of Anfernee Simons because it graded a 10, and because I was able to make more than 100 bucks over what I paid for it, that's $100, I don't know what that translates into your currency, there's probably an online currency translator for you, but I made money on Simons several times in the last six months, and it's not just that. I actually enjoy him as a player, as what I see in his attitude, his leadership, his optimism, his three-level scorer, the energy he brings to the team. But what does that mean, you know, if anything, for his card values moving forward? And here's what I'll say to you. I have no idea. Right. I have no idea. We we sit here on November third or whatever it is, and we have no idea what those guys' card values are gonna do in the next week, three weeks, six months. I don't know. What I can give you is trends, what I can give you is history, what I can tell you is what I see on the court. I can say things like, Hey, um, you know, it wasn't just last night, Anthony had thirty-one the other night. And 28 two nights before that, and he went on a stretch in January and February where he was averaging close to 30 and dominating teams that couldn't stop him no matter what they did. Uh, he's a three level scorer, drives to the basket, shoots threes from 40 feet out with no problem, and takes over games. And really is really is one of the unguardable players in the league. You know, I can say what I see. We can say what we ta- you know Portland's going to be without Damian Lillard for maybe another week. Or two or three, you know, is there a correlation? And all I know is that that last night, you know, before before Anfernee played, I was watching on eBay. You know, I told you I sold an Anfernee Simons two weeks ago. I've been looking to buy another one. I've been looking to buy a raw or a PSA nine of a silver or a PSA 10 of a base, like a, a decent $30 to $50 investment in Simons again, because, again, I believe in the upside there and uh, all I can tell you is uh, I probably had 10 Anthony Simons cards in my watch list and I woke up this morning and six of them are gone. They are all sold. People were watching Simons ball out against Memphis last night on ESPN. Maybe that's one of the things national or global exposure on a big game might make that big game a flipping opportunity. Uh, But that's just, that's just part of the deal that that maybe some people like like me maybe like you they were watching the game and they made an impulse buy or maybe they had simons in their watch list too and they're like shoot i better buy this before gary does and brags about it on his podcast you are absolutely right if you got the simons you feel like flexing today send me a message and say boo yeah 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 i'm that guy i'm him i'm the guy that sniped the simons PSA nine silver for forty bucks or fifty, whatever it was. Or I got an accepted an offer. Uh, Anyway, uh, the answer to the question: What's the correlation between a guy's playing on the court, what he's doing, and his card values or how much they sell? The answer is: Well, there is a relationship, but it's not an exact science. It's not. And uh, one of the things I would recommend that you do, if you are like me, uh, uh, you have players that you like, you've got cards that you're interested in, maybe you're not sure where to spend your money. That's okay. In fact, I've never held on to my money and regretted it. Let me say that I've held on to cards and regretted it, but I've never held on to my money and regretted it. There are so many opportunities in this hobby and you'll, you'll get them next time, right? Uh, there will be chances. I, re- I remember just, just like three weeks ago, Damian Lillard came back from injury and started the season super hot and had two games of 40 point games. And I'm like, Ah oh, man, I missed my opportunity to buy Damian Lillard's, and now he's back and chasing down that Hall of Fame thing. The Portland Trail Blazers look like a playoff team, like fun to watch contenders. I'll, you know, I, I missed the boat on Lillard. Um, no, you you didn't. I I didn't. He's he's out for a week or two weeks, and uh, the buying opportunity is back again. <clears throat> or hey, here we are getting into the the meat of playoff races in the pro football NFL world, most of the sports card market at large. See, there there aren't a lot of people out here like us. We are a rebel, a rogue club, this Hoops and Cards movement. Maybe you're a Hoops Plus member. Shout out to all you guys and gals, part of that thing, supporting us. Thank you. Uh, We like basketball card stuff. We like basketball card market values, players Uh, This is actually how how I got started doing a podcast was like I would I would be out there like like all of us, right? Wanting to build my collection, wanting to learn about the hobby, how to take care of cards, other opportunities to make money. And I would listen to whatever sports card podcast I could get my hands on or my ears on, if you know what I'm like, you know. And uh, there weren't many people talking about basketball there. There was maybe once a month or once every couple of weeks, I'd listen to Sam Dunks from Slab Stocks. That was an awesome show. Miss that. Love you, Sam. You rock. Uh, there there were once in a while, you know, uh, general sports card podcasts, like from Sports Card Investor or Lucas Tigers and Bronze or Packed to the Future or Card Talk or, you know, Card Ladder, like all those. Once in a while, they would say a lot about basketball cards. But I was like, well, who who's talking about, affordable basketball cards who's talking about players that that some of us know that the majority of people don't like we were talking about Anthony Simons a year ago some people aren't ready to like even recognize who he is we were talking about Desmond Bain I'm not talking about our podcast I'm talking about like like we us the basketball community we're saying dang Desmond Bain is built and shoots like an eight-year veteran who (laughs) who is Fully aware of who he is and what he's adding to this team. He is he is the absolute Batman to Ja Morant's Robin. Wait, no. Robin to Ja Morant's Batman. I guess it depends on which night and what we're doing. Because Desmond Bain is another guy. Mm. His cards were disappearing from my watch list. People were buying Desmond Bain yesterday. And uh, all I can say to you is that there is a relationship between a player's performance what his team is doing and what they're capable of and what the card market does in response or in tandem with that. And it may only be uh, a few people that are buying on emotion or buying on a moment and and uh, moving in as fans to get those cards. And it, or it may be a lot. In fact, after we after December and getting towards the All-Star break, if it becomes clear that some of these guys that we're talking about, like if Anthony Simons gets to that point and he's a shoe-in for the All-Star game, I mean, don't tell me that if Lillard is out for another month and Simon averages 27 points, uh, eight assists, five rebounds, great percentages, and Portland's still winning games, that he's not an all-star candidate. He is. He is. At least there's a conversation. Or what about guys that they are playing, like, most valuable player candidates on bad teams? I'm sorry. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, bro. He is a phenomenal player. A phenomenal player, and uh, there's one that I think has already established himself as an all-star this season, or just don't have they don't have the game, like don't don't even have the all-star game. Don't talk about it. Don't have a you know MVP rankings. If you're not going to put Shea Gilgis Alexander on the list, like just just stop, stop. You know, stop. I won't even ask you to collaborate and listen. I just want you to stop. So today I I have that dilemma with uh. Eight or nine players. We'll see how much time I get because I'm kind of on a time crunch uh, this morning here because uh, actually a a local school, fifth and sixth graders are going to interview me and one of my podcast buddies, Caleb, they're going to interview us on how to start a podcast. So that'll be a blast. But uh, one of the things I'm going to say, you guys, is that one of the highlights, maybe the highlight of the podcast for me in doing this the last year and a half has been you. Has been meeting you, people from all over the globe that are basketball fans, collectors. Maybe you're getting back into the hobby after a while. You know, I, I love hearing your stories. I love learning from you guys. In fact, I love hearing the shout outs. Some of you sending me dollar box diving ideas. Or just saying, hey, here's where we found the uh, Hoops and Cards podcast from. Thank you for doing it. Like yesterday on Instagram, I got a message from Scott. Scott says, hey, I just started listening. Great show. I'm from Oakland, Maryland. Awesome, Scott. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Glad you're here. I got a message from East Coast Wax the other day. Is there a cooler name than East Coast Wax? I submit to you that there isn't. And he says, hey, man, I just wanted to say what's up and thank you for your podcast. It's a must listen for me. Love the dollar box strategies. I'm from Raleigh, North Carolina, listening since March when I began collecting again after a 25 plus year hiatus. Bro, I'm just glad you said hiatus in your message. That just made us uh fast friends. And he's actually got a cool story of buying and flipping Paulo Banquero cards. And if you're like me, you're 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 like, I don't even see uh rookie cards of this year's rookies making a difference yet, but Paolo's I got a story for you. My Paulo, my, my bro, Paolo, uh, who's looking like the obvious rookie of the year in a way too early poll. Um, but we'll get to that in a second. The Paolo stories, another, another listener writes, Hey Gary, new listener to the pod. Great show. Learning a ton. Wish I had listened to a similar pod for football before spending a ton of money while learning the hobby. Keep it up. I'll be listening for sure. Thank you. Hey, in fact, I've been thinking about that. You guys, uh, there's not a lot of really good regular football card content on uh, the podcast out in the podcast world. I mean, there there is on some of these uh, overall sports card shows, but there's not like a football cards only that's hammering it twice a week like we are with basketball. I don't know football cards well enough to do that, but you got a great point. Um, and I'm glad to hear we can help you out on your basketball card investing and buying. So that is awesome. Uh we're going to take a break here in a moment so I can get a drink of water and see how much time I've got to to crank out some thoughts on the eight or nine players. I, I almost called this episode a five buys about uh, five guys that I'm recommending you buy. But these are eight or nine players that I'm like, as I pay attention to the relationship between the the actual performance on the court, what the what the NBA world is doing to react to them Um you know and their card values or the the number of sales happening here these these are guys that i've like i put on a list like on my wall in my office where i'm like those players you know the hobby is starting to take notice so they might be like oh yeah i know that guy i i know him but they do, they just don't know wh- what they are what they're capable of what they're already doing what they've been doing for a year they've been chasing after the hype Everybody freaks out because Zion Williamson had 27 last night. Congratulations, Zion. 27 points last night. That's awesome. Um, uh, they lost. Uh, their best player has been out for almost a week and a half. And so Zion stepped up, and at least he's healthy. Zion is not one of my eight guys that uh, I'm going meh, all right. Once I start doing that, it's time for a break, and uh, we'll be right back. Nom, 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 nom. A- <laughs> LeBron Chimes, LeBron Chimes, LeBron James. All right, all right, all right, let's get back at it. You guys, I realized the first segment went 24 minutes long, so I'm about to rattle through eight guys. Let's just do eight guys, all right? Let's, let's just focus in on eight players, and I'm going to say a bit about their game, and their cards right now. And some of this is going to come from background that I've got in the hobby, but also paying attention to their card markets and what they're doing. And there may be players that you know better than I do because you've paid attention to those players. Or maybe you'll take some of the, the principles that you hear me say about each of these guys and say, huh, I wonder how that relates to the guy I'm interested in. Like, you're in New York, you want to look at Jalen Brunson cards or Kevin Durant cards. Like, I get it. So take some of the things I'm saying and don't say, well, I guess I need to stop looking at Julius Randall. Well, you might, Julius, you might, but, and uh, don't at me, people. I I like Julius Randall. I just don't, wouldn't put him in my top eight or 18 anymore. <clears throat> Anywho, um, so yeah, you might want to apply the, some of these thoughts to players or cards you're interested in. But here goes, eight guys, and I just got their cards in front of me here. So I, I'm going to randomly pick a guy. I'm not going to rank them. Not going to do that. Just going to pick a guy. Uh, Let me start with the most obvious guy. Let's just get the obvies out of the way, right? Ja Morant is a guy that I have said and a lot of other podcasters have said, card market, card authorities, opinion leaders in the hobby recommend Ja Morant. Well, thanks, genius. Like, he is the most exciting, most explosive young player in the league and uh, is putting together an MVP season again. So stay healthy, Ja Memphis on fire when I go to a card show or shop or eBay. Um, I'm not only uh, paying attention right now to the prices of his rookie cards from 2019 that are prism or prism silver or prism green. I think that's a cool looking card, even though it's not exactly a color match. His optic blue velocity, his optic hollow. Uh, you know, for me, his his autograph cards or his numbered cards are higher a higher price range than I really want to pay right now. Or even a PSA 10 silver. That's like one of my grails to get up to a card that's. Mostly, you know, frequently valued at over $1,000. That's a lot to ask of what I've got right now or my budget. I have a lot of cards in the under $200 range. And I started, just to speak out to you all that are on a much smaller budget than I'm even talking about, maybe you've got 50 bucks, or you've got 20 bucks. I started where you are at right now and just buying, selling, flipping, waiting, learning the hard way sometimes. But uh, I think all that is still possible. It's out there for you. But John Morant is one of those guys where I'd say, man, any card from his the last three years or four years, that is not a base card. OK, don't don't buy base unless it's like a really nice looking gradable Prism base rookie. I wouldn't buy any base card of John Morant. I wouldn't buy any Prism draft picks with him in the uh, uh, Murray State uniform unless you went to Murray State and you're like, bro, dude, don't insult my Murray State bros. Like, all right, Fine. You can do it, but the rest of us are just gonna do deal with the the uh the parallels, the the silver, the shinier John Morant cards, the more durable cards, and go up as far as your budget will let you. I think you could uh you could do a lot worse than to say, you know what, I'm 95% invested in John Morant, because in five years we're all gonna be like, bro, I wish I had done that. So John Morant, any card, uh, and I love watching his game. He's fun to collect. So when I see a John Morant, uh, colored, you know, parallel, whatever. It's it's in the uh, dollar box or the 50-cent box. I just I just buy that. I, I just believe in John Morant that much. And his card market is reactive. Like, it responds to a big night. John Morant goes off for 50 tomorrow night. You're going to see prices go up. You you just are. So he's one guy that everybody's in on. That was the Obvi. Let me get to the not-so-Obvi guys. Or here's the almost-as-Obvi guy. Donovan Mitchell. I'm just holding a 2021... Prism, Green Wave. These are cool-looking Donovan Mitchell card that my buddy Keith sent me. Thank you, Keith. No, it wasn't Keith. It was Peter. Thank you, Peter. Keith, you're great, too, but you didn't send me any Donovan Mitchells. Peter, thank you for the love. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is, uh, you know, was in in the news a lot this summer, and people like, buy the hype, sell the news, you know, the hype of a trade, and then sell the news. Well, you can be in and out of cards like that on a superstar of Donovan Mitchell's caliber, but It looks like he's on his way to the Eastern Conference All-Star team, maybe as a starter. Can I say that out loud yet? And maybe to a deep, deep playoff run next to Darius Garland and Evan Mobley and Jared Allen and Kevin Love and Karis Levert and Chetty Osman and Dean Wade and Isaac Okoro, who some of you still ask me about. I'm not really sure why, but Donovan Mitchell's a superstar, a stud, and uh, guys, a PSA 10 rookie card of his, I would go with, Really, anything from Prism, Optics, Select. Uh, Right now, they're still pretty good deals, but a lot of those have sold in the last week. And his prices are going up. I think even Jeff Wilson, shout out Sports Card Investor, I think they're talking about Donovan Mitchell a lot as well. Um, So he's a guy that I'm watching. Okay, Uh, Rookie cards. Maybe some numbered cards of his second year or cards you think look cool like the Donovan Mitchell net Marvels press proof that I might grade. <laughs> uh, so that's another almost as obvious. Another guy that made his return last night. I'm just going to get Darius out of the way. Uh, I was telling a friend yesterday, I have over the last two years, mostly last year, accumulated over 200 Darius Garland rookie cards. 200 Darius Garland rookie cards. So I have some really sweet looking cards. I-, I did buy some... Some silver. I did, did accumulate some autograph cards. I did grade some cards. I love my, right there, I'm looking at it, my uh, Court Kings level three PSA 10. It is just one of the coolest cards out there. Darius Garland is uh, young, already an all star. Came back last night. It was like, well, how can he and Mitchell coexist? There's enough basketballs to go around. They never played together. Donovan Mitchell's running the offense, and the Cavs are six and two. You know, like, well, Darius Garland had 29 points, 12 assists, and yo uh the sky is the limit for the cavaliers people i uh, i'm here i'm here for every second of it as you know cavaliers uh united member i'm a cavs united member that means i have uh tickets to a few games which is great but darius garland any card from his rookie season uh any centered card any centered raw cards you can here's here's the play that i think for darius i think look for centered raw cards of parallels Select Tri-Color, uh, man, the, the Prism Purple or Hyper, those two. Any numbered rookie card, any. Like, you you find, well, that's just a Don Russ clearly, but it's numbered to 99. Should I get this? Yes. Yes, Fred, get that card. Darius Garland rookies that are parallel or numbered. They're affordable. They're good deals. Any Darius autograph cards that you see for less than $100, unless they're a PSA 7. Brandon, thanks for the hookup. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, Darius is a buy, okay? Uh, I, you, you didn't need me to tell you that. He's, he's a great card and a great deal uh, and a bright future. So uh, don't say he's injury prone. That was somebody, thanks G- Gary Trent Jr. You're not on my top eight right now, baby, but you could be someday, but you swiped J- Darius Garland in the eye. I almost called him Jadarius. No, Jadavion Clowney is a football player. Darius Garland, don't, don't mix the two. All right, another guy. Man, I got five guys to go. All right, five guys. That should be an episode. Um, Shea Gildas Alexander. He's a freak. Uh, I love him. I I know that the hobby was hot after Darius or after Shea Gildas Alexander cards for quite a while, and he was seen as kind of like the third rookie to get from that class after Luka Doncic and Trey Young. For a while, it was like, man, Shea Gildas Alexander. But then people realized, oh, uh, Oklahoma City sits him out the second half of the year because they're kind of tanking. Oh, uh, you know, he'll never be on a contender <laughs> like he signed an extension in Oklahoma City. Well, the dude's averaging well over 30 points a game right now, five or six assists, five or six rebounds, and is absolutely unstoppable. Fun to watch. He's got personality. I think it's just a matter, matter of time before his cards pop again. And there's a guy where with a lot of these players from 2018, uh, I guess 2017 and 16, I'm looking at their PSA 10 base cards. Why? Why would you buy base? You just told me not to buy base. I'm saying PSA 10, all right? Graded gem mint cards, because those are the ones, there's a set value, affirmed, graded, acknowledged, this is a gem card. PSA 10 is the card that a lot of people who are, whether they're impulse buying or reactionary buying and selling, they're buying and selling tens a lot more, tens of base a lot more than they are of just about any other card. Thank you, Market Movers, for helping me figure that out. Brilliant, brilliant. Market Movers at sportscardinvestor.com. If you use the promo code hoops and cards, so H O O P S A N D C A R D S Hoops and Cards, you can get a ridiculous discount. I believe it's you get the your first month of their Market Movers platform for a buck, a dollar, right? And uh that's a great deal. So use that promo code I use the Market Movers app. I use the Market Movers resource and the graphs and the comparison notes. It's led me to some deals on some of these players, and I've got a watch list now where I'm comparing some of them. But Shea Gilgis, Gilgis-Alexander, guys, it's only a matter of time before Oklahoma City is healthy and loaded, and maybe they add Victor Wemba, yam 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 You know, maybe they add uh, more talent in the offseason around Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Josh Giddy, and Chet Holmgren when he's healthy. Bro. Uh, but it's Shea Gilgis-Alexander's team, and he's awesome, and he deserves to be an all-star this season. So... Four more guys to go. Can I get through them in, like, the next five minutes? Pascal Siakam. I don't know what else to say, guys. Uh, I heard two podcasts yesterday, NBA podcasts. That They're not trying to buy and sell cards. They're just like, uh, when we have MVP conversations, Pascal Siakam needs to be in it. Last night, Toronto scored 143 points. Guess who had a triple-double? Pascal Siakam. Guess who's leading the team in scoring? Pascal Siakam. Guess who runs that offense? And sets the tone for defense and probably leads the team in rebounding. I'll have to check that. I'll have to fact check. Some of you guys like want to stat check and actually, truth alert, Gary, um, Pascal Siakam is not leading the team in rebounds. That would be Scotty Barnes. Okay, Precious Achua. Like whoever it is. I don't know why you gotta use that voice. Siakam is the leader of the team. I look at his 27 or sorry, 2017, 2017. Still, let me let me rewind that. 2016. That's his rookie. There are a lot of cards very affordable Siakam cards. But you are listening to our podcast. You are saying with me, I wonder if there's a relationship between the way a guy performs, the team's performance and his card values. Well, I think it's going to become obvious by February, if not for sure in April, that as much as we love and chase after Scotty Barnes, as much as we notice uh, the performance of all stars like Fred Van Vliet, and as much as maybe... Certain markets aren't as crazy about uh, just players from Toronto because they're not in a large United States market. When it's when it's the Raptors showing up and Pascal dropping 35, 10, and ten in a sweep over the Atlanta Hawks in May, the the world will notice. <laughs> that they, they will, and um, this all depends on him staying healthy. But that, that we can say that about any player. You know, but like, I love love Siakam and his rookie cards. PSA 10 from 2016. Um, Autograph cards are cheaper on his, you know, less than a hundred bucks. You can get a nice Siakam auto. I would just, I would just encourage you to make sure when, when you're buying an autograph card, there's usually more value when it's in the pro uniform. Don't be like, I got the contenders draft picks auto of Pascal Siakam for 36 bucks. I'm like, it might be 36 bucks for 10 years, no matter what he does. People just love the the pro uniform rookies and the mainline basketball card releases so let's talk prism optic select don Ruz. sometimes nba hoops the international inc is a, a, a player that's from another country and hoops wants to feature guess what pascal is from cameroon boom there you go all right three more guys i bet you could guess them i bet bet you're like yeah gary just get to the part where you mentioned desmond and and tyrese okay we're at that part Desmond Bain, Anthony Simons, Tyrese Maxey. Do I have time to tell you what I think of these three young studs? I mean, do you, do you really have that much time in a day? Are there that many hours in the commute? Are you guys going to be working out for another, another like, 46 minutes? Because I need to devote at least 45 of those minutes to Tyrese. And if we could, if we could, like, go overtime, would that be all right with you? Like, Tyrese Maxey is the bomb 32 or 31 again last night. And uh, why is he the bomb Gary large market playoff team, young, exciting player that whose cards are going up, people are buying his rookies. I'm getting frustrated every day on eBay. It seems like a card or two that I've done research on that I'm watching all of a sudden it goes up. I can't find any silver prisms raw that are centered for less than a hundred and ten dollars now, like what just happened in the last month? Well, the answer is not nothing, right people people the secret is out it's also probably some people that uh you know while lamello ball is injured and anthony edwards is you know um let's just let's just say that anthony edwards is not taking off like we all thought he would um you know he's had some great nights but it's not like every night and then you see guys like tyrese and desmond doing the stuff they're doing from the same rookie class and it's like huh Maybe there's a thing to this Tyrese Maxey fella. Maybe the fact that he's averaging close to 30 points over the last six games is a thing. It is. Super fun to watch. What I'm looking at, here's here's my take on this. Uh, in his second year, so his second year cards, 21 and 22, this year's releases, there are a lot of those uh, NBA 75th anniversary cards. I would I would gobble those up. I would buy numbered cards of his second year. I would look for... Discounts on rookies like from his uh, Impeccable or Court Kings or Immaculate or Noir. I love saying Noir. Tyrese Maxi Noir. <laughs> like that is that is one of my favorite things to do on this show. Panini Black, uh, Spectra, Tyrese Maxi autographs. You won't find a nice one in his Sixers uniform for less than $125 unless you win an auction, you lucky auction winners you. In fact, I lost an auction the other night on a really nice looking Tyrese Maxi, uh, Don Russ, something something auto parallel that I was like, shoot, when am I going to get a Maxi autograph card? I'm waiting for the right buy to uh, to go after. But Maxi, you know, here's the thing: those 75th anniversary cards, some of them are numbered to 75, and here's my note on that. If you're comparing notes with other players and things, uh, Prism released two types of the 75th anniversary logo cards. One is the red cards that are numbered to 75. I posted an Anthony Simons one on my Instagram story 2 days ago. Anthony Simons, I guess I'll get to him in a minute. But it was a red one and it's a color match with the Portland uniform, numbered to 75. Awesome looking card. The numbered to 75 cards with the with that logo are retaining their value. They're going up because people are chasing them like, "Oh crap, there's only 75 of these Tyrese Maxis, and they're a color match with the Sixers too." Yes. Yes. Well, the blue ones, there's there's these blue ones with the 75th logo that their prices have been going down. Why? They're not numbered. They made a lot more of them. They're available in retail and, and uh, hobby and other places. They're great looking. Some of you guys, you dealers, you eBay people, you weekend warriors that aren't paying attention to the weekly trends, those blue ones, their prices have dropped. Don't put out your Herb Jones or your Tyrese Maxey or your Ja Morant blue 75th anniversary with a price of like 60 or 80 dollars on it that is so last month that is so august that's like two months ago that, that is so just just so you know the red ones are going up the blue ones aren't like i i almost laughed i almost laughed at a recent card sh- oops are you guys still listening to me i almost laughed at a recent card show where uh You know, I had just ordered two of these maxis that are blue with the logo on them. I ordered them for five dollars each on eBay, five bucks, and there were a lot of other ones available. I go to the show and some guys asking sixty bucks for that. I kind of want to say, dude, um, I I we need to sit down and have a conversation about your pricing. Some guys are like, dude, I priced that like three months ago, and you know, I don't know, I'll look up the comps. Well, it still it still says sixty dollars on your card. It's not my problem. Maybe you just want to humble brag about your your card. Anyway. LeBron James. LeBron James. Okay, so two more guys. Anthony Simons, Desmond Bain. I've said enough about Simons. What I like about his card market right now is you can find game-worn stuff. You can find autograph cards. You can find a variety of things from his 2018 rookie class. Uh, Any Anthony Simons auto in the Portland uniform I like. Uh, I did get a really cool-looking... And I'm, using, I'm going to use Simons as a player who, you know, he's not Cleveland. He's not hometown. He's not one of the guys I talk about, like Darius and Tyrese and, you know, Evan Mobley, Donovan Mitchell, Desmond Bain, John Morant. He's not a guy that I talk about all the time, but uh, I really like his game. And the fact that, that Damian Lillard got hurt, and I'm like, oh, man, Damian Lillard. Now, you know, I felt bad for him in Portland. It didn't register to me until literally I, I got guys. I got to get quicker at this stuff. Some of you are fast at making conclusions. I should have gone. Oh, now's the time to buy Simons because he's going to have the next two or three weeks of just it's him. He's running the offense. He's scoring 30 plus. He's in the highlights on ESPN. He's the guy that's trading baskets with John Desmond on ESPN national global TV. Like Anthony Simons is good. Do some research. Uh, and realize that there's a lot of bargains out there still because people don't realize how good he is. That the public take on Simons, if they know anything about him, is man. Pro- do you see Portland paid 25 million a year for that kid? <laughs> I can't believe that. They must be really desperate. Um, someone with that opinion, first of all, it is crazy what they play NBA players over all these days, right? But but um, given what they are paying, that that's already a bargain. In today's NBA. You know, it's it's probably like Knicks fan criticizing Simons contract. And you look what you paid for Jalen Brunson and Mitchell Robinson. Like I I would rather have Simons than both of those players combined. Unless it's like a hybrid of like you've got a guy Mitchell Robinson's size who could do what Jalen Brunson does with the ball. Then I'm like, okay, all right, now you're talking about LeBron James. But but Anthony Simons is definitely a guy I love, and I'm gonna be watching the next few weeks. And and even though five or 10 of you bought those Simons rookies last night off of my eBay watch list, I am am still going all in on Anthony Simons, trying to decide, look, right now, am I making a a $30 investment on a raw optic hollow that looks centered and gradable, or am I going all in with 200 bucks that I don't really have? I got to sell something else. Do you guys want to buy my Justin Herberts? Like, I got to sell something else if I'm going to get an Anthony Simons 10 silver, Uh, but I think he's worth it. Last guy is Desmond Bain, and uh, this morning on, on the radio, one guy's like, all of a sudden, Desmond Bain is like Ray Allen. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, if Ray Allen was on a contender in his first five years, and if Ray Allen uh, put on 40 pounds of muscle, and if Ray Allen had a mid-range game, and, and I just kept going on. Ray, like, but that made me realize, uh, bro, Desmond Bain should be on our maybe an all-star list. Have you seen his shooting percentages? His cards are a steal. Um, I would look for, again, some of those, I don't want to say off-brands. There's so many options out there. Options, options. Game-worn stuff. Numbered stuff. Numbered to 99 Desmond Bain origins patches. National treasure stuff. But again, Memphis uniform. While everybody's chasing Ja, Ja, Ja. And I would chase Ja first. But I would also throw in Bain, Bain, Bain. Um, my son and I watch the, the Dark Knight Rises. The Batman you know, the third in the installment that was out in the 2000s. And Bane is like this big character. And I got to be honest, the only reason I wanted to watch the movie was because of Desmond Bane. And uh, we actually only got halfway through. That thing is stinking long. Have you seen that movie? It's like three and a half hours. We got halfway through it. And like, man, Christian Bale's still trying to figure stuff out. And, uh, or Bruce Wayne, whatever his his name is, you guys don't at me. Uh, I just, I just like Desmond Bane. So those are guys I like. Those are some observations on player cards. You're buying window for those players. Um, I guess it depends on how early you want to be, right? If you want to be early and in on getting the best deal on those guys, the opportunity was a month ago or two months ago. But I'll say the opportunity is still pretty good right now. It is. And I'm not trying to drive up the value of any of these cards. In fact, I'm I'm kind of wishing they were still down because I'd like to buy some more at last month's prices. But I'm just I'm just telling you, that there is some kind of relationship. If any and all of those guys have all-star seasons in front of them, and most of them I mentioned are on playoff teams or teams that are starting well, Philly, you got to wake up. Oklahoma City, I don't know what you're doing. Maybe you're going to trade Shea Gilgis-Alexander to load up on picks again because that's what you do. I don't know. But the playoff guys, uh, you're looking at several selling opportunities, several flipping opportunities, which would be, Yeah, leading up to the All Star game, then leading up to the playoffs, then if they have a big moment in a series like Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum did last year, and uh, Giannis and Chris Middleton the year before, Steph Curry, Jordan Poole, you get what I'm saying. There are some buying opportunities now and some selling opportunities ahead that I would be all over like white on rice. So go for it. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you tuning in. Let me know where you're at in the world. In fact, uh, give me a shout out at Hoops and Cards on Instagram. Love hearing from you and uh, how you found the show at Hoops and Cards on Instagram or email me, Gary at Hoops and Cards.com. Gary at Hoops You can also see our stuff on the Sports Card Strategy Show. I'm with Paul on the Basketball Card Shows. That's a blast. So go listen to those podcasts or use the Hoops and Cards promo there to get their premium content at a uh, ridiculous discount as well. That's great stuff that helps me look at each guy's card market and forecast into the future because Paul keeps that thing up to date. He's probably already told us what, you know, what uh, Golden State's going to do tonight. He is that on top of it. So he's basically telling the players what to do and the card. No, I'm just kidding. I just, I just like to exaggerate. I just start talking. There's a little microphone here. I'm like, you know, so it's time to wrap it up. But I'd love to know who are your guys. I named eight, but maybe I didn't name your guy. And you're like, I'm glad you didn't. He's still a secret. He made a whole list and didn't mention Keldon Johnson. Mwah. He didn't say Devin Vassell. Well, you four people listening in San Antonio, you are spot on. So keep digging. Keep buying up the cheap Paul George rookies and getting them graded. I get where you're coming from. I get that some of you are like, man, he didn't say Lonnie Walker. Well, there's a reason. <laughs> there's a few reasons for that. And PJ Washington has two good games in a in a year. And I'm like, oh, PJ. Like It is easy to be reactionary, uh, but have players that you track. Maybe you've got your your favorite two or three guys and you want to learn their markets it you have to focus there's no way i could get on here a podcast and tell you like hey i'm well versed in every single player imagine like i i kind of know what they're doing but i don't know their card markets like the guys i just talked to you about so uh please send us feedback questions the guys we missed and where you're listening from guys i hope you have an awesome weekend i'm hitting up maybe a show we'll see uh we've got uh two big family events my son's basketball season starting so there's that um uh, you know you can't find his rated rookie anywhere so i just like print my own off little you know microsoft word i'm that guy right but uh hope you have an awesome week i didn't tell you the palo bank hero story guess you gotta tune in next time peace so why don't you make like a tree and get out of here